the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Brought to you by the Civic Sedan, delivering exhilarating performance and fuel efficiency. Visit Honda.ie. You, you kind of got the bit about the Kiwis, right? But there's not a hell of a lot of rugby going on, Brent. <laughs> no, <laughs> there is. There, there are some side things that we that that, that I have lined up that I want to talk. We about. We can discuss but, some uh, rugby. We can, uh, some we can rugby. just talk about general stuff. Exactly. Like, you know, in the words of Barry Manilow, I made it through the rain to get here. So, oh, did you? you know, Were you on the motorcycle? I was on the motorcycle. Yeah. Yes. In the in the words of Billy Joel, I rode my motorcycle in the rain. Exactly, and We're I got in. a couple of death stares from uh, d- drivers. Uh, why? Know. Because you were able to get somewhere and they weren't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. So you get the know, you right. get the you get the glare until they sometimes recognise me under the helmet and then they give away. But first of all, it's the it's the two fingered wave. Yeah, yeah. I know what you it's mean. the you know stuff him on a motorbike. I say, geez, like I got to put up with the wet crutch and everything that yeah, goes okay, along with. Okay. Well, right. it goes along with riding in the rain. Yeah, we don't need to discuss that, and because that actually cropped up the whole mm. crutch thing. Um, in the last time there was actually rugby to watch, and that's one of oh. the things that you go, oh, geez. and that's why Joe Marler affair. Yeah, I, I still actually I laughed, but anyway. Mm. But we'll talk about that soon. Yes, but you, you weren't the person being grabbed. <laughs> I wasn't. No, but there's actually it's actually very relevant in this day and age. I will expand soon. Here are Manic Street Preachers on over. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. From Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Nova Drive, the Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. Um, thanks to Honda Civic Sedan, the Stranglers, no more heroes. They have to be. They have to have heroes. Do you forget the feeling? I, Music well, that you used to listen to that was sort of, you know, back in our day that was seemed so edgy. And now you just think it's like it's so. Oh, like, like the just, Clash and the Stranglers and even the Boomtown Rats and these ones that were so sort of on the edge and sort of out there. Even the Sex Pistols. Now you look and you, you listen to Sex it. Sex Pistols are actually quite melodic. They, that's they, what I mean. I you listen to their songs though. now and you thought at one stage they were just like hitting strings and yelling obscenities. Well, but they in were. fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did Sid Vicious say? They said, What's it like to play the guitar? He said, I don't know. I just need to hit the strings. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. But I just think. Like the Stranglers were one of those bands that were kind of seen as being kind of you know out there, radical, bit different, like the Clash and that. But the I songs are actually quite you know. I love it when I see um, someone who's like I don't know twenty one or something, mm. and they're wearing a Stranglers or a Ramones yeah. T shirt, yeah. and you think A, you even do. I wouldn't bother me asking get one of them, and B, have do they know anything no. about the band at all? No. Did you ever buy a vinyl? Did you know? No. There you go. See, but now it's the same be- with it's the same with rugby. Where we're talking about rugby, because I was in. Uh, How did you do that? No, that well, was, I was in. No, really I turned it to rugby, <laughs> but I was just in. I was in a place the other day, and I was talking to someone, and they said, "Oh, Brian O'Driscoll comes in at sometimes." And and the father said to his son, his son's about eight or whatever. He said, "Oh, Brian O'Driscoll comes in." The kid looked and said, "Who?" Uh, oh, like just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how. I know, players I was, now in the professional sport can be forgotten over a couple of years. It's all Johnny Sexton now, oh, and man, then yeah. a couple of years later it's, it'll be Jordan Lama. You know. It's the same with music. I was hmm. backstage at the Button Factory after a Gary Moore tribute yeah. gig yeah. last year. Was, was it last year? I think it was. We were in the Button Factory last year? I think we were. And uh, there, was a, 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 there was a Daft Punk tribute setting up. Daft Punk yeah, has a tribute. A tribute. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? So this was two people, and they were setting up this whatever. They were getting dressed or undressed, and uh, they said, said to me politely because I was tidying up after yeah. the rock stars kind of thing. 
And they said to me politely, um, what were you doing here? And I said, oh, it's Gary Moore tribute yeah. was this time. And one of them said, who's Gary Moore? You should have said, who's Daft Punk? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to let I wasn't gonna let myself down. And what did you say? Did you give them a... Oh, uh, I just... No, I just uh, said... I just I just said... Yeah, you used to play a bit of guitar. Yeah, it was something along those lines. Literally, yeah, yeah. it was something... Oh, no, but you're right. A guitarist, you know, and with so. Daft Punk, and then, are they the band that used to do stuff live with helmets on and stuff like that? Is that Daft Punk or not? Well, it could be several bands. I mean, it could be... You could be going back to Wishbone Ash. Oh, no, there you go. You could be going back to... Who else used to wear lids on stage? Well, Genesis would, you know, I mean, even Genesis. Wishbone Ash. Tell me more about them. That oh, name. Man. They the, were they American, a British band. No, British band. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, listen. Hold on. Just woo, steady. Breathe. One, two, three. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. I remember who it was. That used to play all the time in helmets. Well, I didn't. Tilly reminded me. Devo. Do you remember? Devo, the, the, yeah, the yeah, white, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the song? Work, uh, uh, work. And they're all walking on a line. What's the song? Devo song. Oh, oh you know no, it. Well, dressed in red suits with the big red hats. Uh, oh, I can. T- it's it wasn't, on the tip it, of my tongue. Whip it. Whip it good. Whip, whip it, it real whip good. It good. Whip that, it into shape. Oh, let's play it. Real good. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Don't no, they had another one. Uh, something about work. I, I can't remember that. Probably a two-hit wonder or whatever. Devo. Look at this one. Back from the future. Colin, how are you getting on? Colin Baker is his name. Which is interesting because yeah. wasn't that one of the Doctors Who? <clears throat> I think it was. One of, the, one of the actors that played Doctor Who was Colin Baker. But, but it wasn't this Colin Baker. Back from the future. Uh, there's a shop called Laptop Lab on Georgia Street. And uh, this is all part of the whole Back from the Future thing. As a customer of ours, there you go, you see, this is it. They've made a laptop sterilizing machine. At first, I'm thinking. Get, oh, yeah. No, I'll tell you in a minute. The uh, the a laptop sterilizing machine we built this week in our main branch in South Great Georgia Street. Now, what this guy's done is he's made something which will sterilize your laptop, because these things are a bit like they're little Cheltenhams. Yeah, you know, they're of course f- fizzing, they're, they're fizzing more, away more germs there than probably anywhere else. <clears throat> That's it. If anything, you want to use the, all that toilet roll on your laptop, probably. Because you can your use it wherever, probably clear, pub. You can use it wherever if you want to you use it in your laptop. Really. Fine. No, I mean you wouldn't in the middle of like Connell Street or something. I hope. Anyway, doesn't matter. But there is this thing which they've made uh, back from the future um, in South Great Georgia Street. That's the main branch, which will sterilise laptops. So there you go. There's a shameless, but is this a like a, how does this? It's just like a sp- a spray can, like a. Is it going to spray out in a fountain or something? Know. He he, like, he invents these. Do things. you spray it or you know? No, he invents. Give us more details. Like no. you might have hoses coming out everywhere, and you might be like a sprinkler system or a devo to, or a devo video. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you imagine you're going on the sterilising because you've got to sterilise it every every few minutes, presumably. No, you don't because no, well, how many times have been told to wash our hands? Practically after you do anything, can't touch your face. Yeah, but I mean, if you sterilise your laptop and your hands yeah. are sterilised as well, then it's only you touching the laptop, I suppose. Yeah, but how long but does does it remain sterilised for? Well, as long as it does, it just, it's no, gonna, Pat, it's, yeah, this is the same until thing until someone stays away. Well, not necessarily. We don't know that. This is you coming in again, like last week, with your scientific medical brain. What I'm saying to you. <laughs> 
Otherwise, the oh, same principle okay. would be sterilise your hands once at the start of the day and no, then it's fine for the day. So no, it's not, the same would apply to your computer. Because you're sitting there with your laptop, yep, you've sterilised your laptop, I see you've sterilised your hands, and no one's coming near you, no, no one's touching your laptop, that's it. So what? You so don't have to. People don't have to come near you to get necessarily get germs right, or infection. So what you're saying is it's all crap, we're done no, with doctor no, anyway, don't no, bother no, your eyes. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> you know? Don't bring up that. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> what I said was, how long? How long before you sterilise something with a spray or whatever? Be it a surface, like you clean the kitchen sink. Right, where you, you are. understand that? It okay, depends. nobody's come into the kitchen. You've it's cleaned fine. the sink down. You've washed down again. When do you need to do it again so that it's sterile? When five fire, minutes, five hours. How do you know that? Because nobody's going to go in there if somebody but goes that in. doesn't matter. Go, oh, you see, this I'm, is it. This is it. Let's, see let's get a doctor no, in, and on, you on, can on. still get germs on, hold a, on a surface. Hold on a second. What we have here yep. is the two opposite ends of panic. Firstly, there's panic saying no, you have to sterilise anything, everything constantly. Yep. Then you have the other end of panic yep. saying <gasps> we can't sterilise anything at all. No, I'm We're just doomed. asking. I'm asking how long. As an inventor, how long is it a continuous sterilising, or is it just a spray you put on at the start of the day you and can't it sterilises? Tell you because it's Why? commercially sensitive. There, Colin, I stuck up for you. Mind you, here's how. That's a good idea, I know. But I just here's how technical I am. Here's okay. how technical I am, right? <laughs> I saw this email and it says laptop steriliser. I'm thinking, oh, cool. So you, st- you you sit it on your lap, mm. clean your hands, and then you go back to work. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's that's my very point. No, not the laptop. I thought it was a, a steriliser uh, yeah. that sits on it. your lap. And you, oh, God. A laptop, you know what? a steriliser that sits on your lap and then you, sterilises you. Yeah. Yeah, not a laptop computer. Do you I know, get it. Do you know what? What? With fellas like us in the, us in the public ear... We're doomed. 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 Uh. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. I was talking to Donica earlier on and we were talking about how last week, the last time he and I were talking, um, I was talking to him about how to make your own hand sanitizer at home out of isopropyl alcohol and mixing it three quarters of that to a quarter of glycerol and we were just talking about that again earlier on this afternoon. Our conversation the last day with the making of uh, hand sanitizer reminds me of a coach I had years ago who was a vet. He was what? He was a vet? He was a vet and he made up this concoction for us with butchine and turf and olive oil and all of that for our muscles for after games. Like, he was the type of guy, if there's another team in the town, like the football team or the soccer team, we're doing well, he'd get their coach in for a night to do a session with us. <laughs> and uh, one night he brought George Hook down. <laughs> How did that work out? It's an experience I'll never forget. <laughs> it was a dark, wet miserable night I'd say he didn't want to be there it was around the time when he was um, manager of the USA team he called us every day month of the sun tell me this did the vets um, homemade liniment work oh yeah do you know what it was for race horses oh yeah of course okay yeah he used to rub it into the legs of the race horses after racing and he had the whole team covered in it with an irresistible urge to graze, <laughs> although the Fords occasionally do that anyway. Actually, Brent, you have a, a good story about, uh, what did I say, unusual medical practices. 
Yeah, well, two. It brings up a good point. One was when, years ago, when uh, somebody came down to the changing rooms and said, try this, was a bottle of liniment, and the player was with, drank it. Rather than put it on, which made which made him sick. See him the little bottles, you know. He just bring it down. He said, "Hey, try this." He said, "Oh," and before he could stop him, he started sculling it. But for me, we played a match one time in the uh, up in the North Island in a in a kind of a, I suppose, in a farming area. And I pulled a hamstring, or I strained a hamstring. Actually, it was a it was a, it was a bad injury, and I had a lot of pain anyway. And I asked uh, um, a friend of mine who's uh, in the All Blacks. Um, Andy Warzel Gummidge-Earl. He looked like Warzel Gummidge. His hair was everywhere, but big, rugged type of New Zealand <laughs> rugby player. Actually, had a season over here with Gary Owen or two in the, and in the north. But anyway, so he sent me off to the sky, and he put me up on the table. And in those days, people, physios understand, they put four suction cups on, and they ran a current through a oh, different... Oh, it moves your muscle. Yes, because yeah, it's I meant to that. break down yeah. uh, um, scar tissue and everything like that. that but anyway... Knows? I was like Frankenstein on this table, and I was shaking that much because he had it wound up right. So I, you can imagine me, I'm shaking, the leg is shaking, it's going like this because of the currents going through it. I think that I have to take the pain because that's the, a good thing rather than a bad thing. So I'm lying there, like more or less biting on a bit of leather, my leg shaking, everything like that, and he's got this current wrapped up. The next day when I wake up, I've got, uh, without a word of light, I've got four blisters about the size of half um, oranges on where they put the oh, suction cup. And I went back to, but I, I wasn't any better. I went back to Andy and I rang him the next day, wars, and I said, geez, I said, that doctor you sent me to the physio, he said, oh no, he's not a doctor, he said he's a vet. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Jesus, he's probably got me on the same treatment as a racehorse <laughs> he or a, hef, a heifer or something. <laughs> but I, I was shaken off the table nearly with this current going through it or something like that. <laughs> Four electrodes, but Jesus, I said, thanks very much for that introduction. Yeah, you, you nearly went down on the blaze of glory. Bon Jovi, down, in a, but, uh, bon Jovi in a second. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova Drive with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope and Bon Jovi's Blaze of Glory. See uh, Spurs playing Man U. Spurs are home to Man U on Sunday. And there's no word yet as to whether that match will be played behind closed doors. Although playing to a stadium with no uh, fans would be not unusual for Spurs. But <laughs> Oh, no. They're, they're all going to close it down. But it's, it's, it kind of suits Donald Trump, that great brain of politics. Um, this is what he's had to say because he's going to, uh, he's going to be meeting uh, Leo Varadkar. And this is what he had to say. The great statesman and political mind of our time. We'll be discussing that. We'll be discussing some other moves that we're going to be making. And uh, I think it's going to work out very well for everybody. But you know, it's a world problem. And... Uh, you do need separation in some cases. You have some areas that are very heavily infected, and you have se- some areas that aren't, frankly. But uh, we do need separation for a little period of time. I love the way he always, he always sounds as if he feels he has to be the expert. There are some areas which are heavily infected, and there yeah. are some which aren't, mm, frankly. Go figure. I like the one that said it's all going to work out fine. Hey, that's, uh, that's this, that's, no, it's not. That's this bit. I think it's going to work out very well for it's everybody. Very well for, for everybody. Oh, terrific. Yay! Brilliant. Way, the Bring virus is here. Bring it on. Zombie apocalypse Great. It'll all work out well in the end. So pleased. Yeah. <laughs> I'm delighted. Thanks. Thanks. On Donald. I think it's going to work out very well for everybody, but... 
I have a nice clip here. I have a nice clip here. Speaking of politicians, before prime, before yes, prime minister guy was the yeah. prime minister. He was just the minister, right? Yeah. Um, and before Humphrey Appleby was Sir Humphrey, this is him with another civil servant, and they're explaining something or they're giving some sort of strategy to the minister. And I think it just speaks volumes. In stage one, we say nothing is going to happen. Stage two, we say something may be going to happen, but we should do nothing about it. In stage three, we say that maybe we should do something about it, but there's nothing we can do. <laughs> stage four, we say maybe there was something we could have done, but it's too late now. <laughs> Uh, no disrespect. Uh, by the way, um, one of my friends has sent me this one. Uh, my mate Bob sent me this one. Uh, Bob, I'll do that ad for you later on too, by the way. Um, this is a quote from uh, Antonista, Simon Coveney, who says that in order to pull together as a country now, we're asking people to stay apart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Pat Courtney and Brent Pope with a bit of a loose end today, really. I mean, geez. rugby, even if, it was, even if it's any on, it's not, I mean... What, Nothing is, on. Is the Wales... Is Wales Scott? Well, at this stage, I'm uh, under the belief that it is still on. As far but, as I know, that's what But the same as Cheltenham is still on, but... Um, oh, and the football matches. But you wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow, because there's nothing to play for. I can't see... The longer this goes, all the rugby is off now <laughs> for the foreseeable future. October? <laughs> but I mean, no, but I mean, you know, they keep pushing out dates. They'll have to push out dates for Heineken Cup. Like, Leinster due to play uh, Saracens, Saracens in a few weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. If that's pushed out, then they've got a tour at the end of the year. Then they've got to come back and they've got to play the Autumn Series. So they're going to have to jam in two or three matches in October. Uh, yeah. You know, I... Uh, look... I don't. Th- I, d- I don't think. I don't think they'll. Put, there's a possibility they won't go away, and they'll just write the season off. You I'm, know. So, I'm sorry for the, the the people who were looking forward to playing in it, and now won't get to say they've been. Well, a part you'd be sorry of. for the under twenties who were on oh, the verge of a grand slam and done the, all the hard work. So yeah, you'd yeah, hope yeah, that yeah. they played again. I know. Yeah, but there's there's no rugby, and Louis come in. Louis always comes in to look after us when there's there's rugby on because there's, there's heaps of kind of off the ball action. And then I'm I'm here to help with another coronavirus crisis as well. So oh, um, keep the nation entertained. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't suppose you'd have any toilet, toilet paper. paper. No, the soft stuff as well, not yeah. the hard stuff. You know what the, not the same paper. I don't like perfume stuff. Not the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. And Brent and I were looking at each other there when John had the, the, the news item about in the sports saying that Irish racing has said that events will be held behind closed doors. How they could do that? <laughs> it's, one yeah, of, yeah. it's one of those terms people think. As I say, it's like a fun run for people. What's so fun about going for a run for a lot of people, you know? How do you fit all those doors, horses inside? I mean. Like, where are they going to do this? Well, it's even the term, closed doors, because surely a door, if it's closed, how do you get in behind it? You know, behind closed doors. Oh no! Well, but that, no, no. Well, I can't imagine they're going to like run a, horse races in behind closed doors. No, I suppose not. No, this just means they won't let people into the race courses. Oh yeah, because of course there's meeting. <laughs> what, they were going to have a race meeting? Yeah, like, put, put, put a running around a room or something. Yeah, like <laughs> on, oh, the three arenas pretty free. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be like one Instead of those of three furlongs to go. It's three tables to get past. <laughs> and the, 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 <laughs> be like those things. You remember the charity race nights? Yeah, and with a little automatic horse. To go, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe they still do it that way. Those ones we used to bet on, yeah, those... Yeah. Uh, well, there you go, you see. Race night. It's the, the, the world has changed. They're going to have horse racing in the three arena now because nothing else is going to go on in there. And, and I think it's a very good use of the facilities, Brent. <laughs> very good use. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova Drive with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. Not a lot of rugby to talk about. It won't be for a while either. Tumbleweeds blow through the rugby world. But there are lots of other things. What's what I said before on the little slip of the um, slip of the Freudian thing, um, what's the crack with the toilet roll? <laughs> Sore. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. But, but, but here, um, um, a lady has sent me a picture here, which is sort of tantalising. Mm. Doesn't happen often when women send me tantalising pictures, but this one is. Um, it's a picture of four quilted softest and she has she sent this thing on 0871818100 she says hi pap she says i don't want to cause trouble or jealousy with your listeners but we have quilted toilet roll well guess what i have coconut oiled toilet roll oh, oh. Give us a break. you see you see now look at that right? yeah. because you know why that's all that was left in Tesco last <laughs> night when I went in there. That was it. Or she got them from Fiji or somewhere. <laughs> they might well have possibly made. No, no, no. They, what I did, there was this huge, long. See, you're adding aisle. to it. I, no, no, hold on. No, listen, yeah. I'm not. I, everybody yeah. else started. There's nothing going, geez, I'm well, going to have to get some. Yeah, so didn't. I went there and there's this huge, long aisle shelf thing. You know how long yep. they are? They're like maybe 100 feet. Yep. And there was not a bog roll in sight. But right in the middle was this huge tower. Of Tesco's own nine rolls of, you know, toilet paper with coconut oil. And I think that's why it was still there, because people are going, oh, no, I don't know, it's a bit, bit exotic for me, you know, coconut oil down there, and oh, I don't know. No. Yeah. Which is silly, really, because you could probably Have eat it. Have you tried it. it? You could probably eat it. No, I haven't tried it yet. Well, you better come back next week and say, yeah, with, yeah, a review. with a review. Yeah, sure. with a review. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either that or lo- use it to line your wok when you're cooking. Yeah. Because it could be coconut oil. Coconut oil, oil yeah. it goes to a good. A good squeeze out the toilet paper onto heat. the wok. Yeah, yeah. And good cook for your up. skin. Yeah, good for your good skin. Good Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think we might be onto something. Like a baby's bottom pat, you'll be next week. His, it's going to be flawless next it's gonna week. It's going to be when flawless. In, yeah. And all due to coconut there you go. toilet paper. All due you to the could coronavirus. You could be the new rage. <laughs> all the coronavirus. Everybody could be talking about it. There you go. In the magazines. Get coconut uh, toilet paper. And here's Jay. Jay says Hi, Pat. Any chance of a shout out to my kids all off? For their last swim before lockdown. Oh, yeah. Emily, Kira, and Callum. The last one before lockdown. And, Louis, you're locked out with nothing to do, aren't you? Yeah, as of 6 o'clock today. Out of college. Yeah, so no, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to wait until 6 o'clock next week to come in and visit you guys. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, <laughs> no life at all. Uh, no life at all, really, oh. really. like you know. Yes, what do the young people do? I know. Well, well, how do you occupy your time? Socialising Because studying. some people, I should affect, uh, you'll know more, I should think that will affect some study patterns because if I thought about, you know, getting a, a bit of time off, you wouldn't think about sitting around no. looking at lectures <laughs> on no. streamed or no whatever. Way. You'd think about having an extra couple of hours yeah. in bed. A bit of Netflix. Yeah, a bit of know. Netflix yeah. and that. So it's sure. not going to be conducive to, to, uh-huh. to study time. But, I mean, and you're still allowed out. We are still allowed out. And a bit like Cheltenham, wow. the pubs are all still open. Yeah. Mm. As long as you keep your distance, 
Well, like you can do the old thing like they do in the westerns. You'd be down the end of the bar, and the barman's up the other end and hooshes your pint down. So you could still go. You could still get out, Louis. I'll tell you what, how's Tinder going to get on? Because people won't be meeting up. Oh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, I'll, I want to meet you, but keep your distance. <laughs> you, look good for, you look good from a distance. Actually, but at actually, least a metre away from me. How old are you? I think, I think that's what Tinder's really happening anyway, isn't it? Like, oh, it. my God, really? Uh, no, you keep your distance. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova, Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. And... Um, uh, Louis in here as well. It was because you know, I mean, there's no rugby. We're just talking shy. But um, <laughs> what's what's any different from any Willamer coming? Yeah, well, there's a lot of truth in that as well. But um, uh, here, here's my <laughs> here's a mate of my works in the in the three arena, right? And they've postponed everything today, which was why I'm not playing the the elbow commercial. By the way, I believe that's been rescheduled to the 29th of June. Um, <laughs> but he says he better remain nameless because, you know, it's kind of handy to have a man on the inside there. Um, oh, this gives it away anyway. Maintenance man with large arena experience available for fixed term period. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all applications and I'll take a cut. Um, we were just talking before about how it brings out, the, the, this all brings out the best in people and it brings out the worst in people. Mm. But the worst being the shops will all be open again. The shelves will be groaning by, at worst, Monday... Just don't worry about yeah, it. And the, yeah, and the, the appeal is to, to the to the most vulnerable. We know that. The most vulnerable are the elderly. So I'm, you know, we're all appealing to people to, I know you've got to keep your distance and I know they're most vulnerable to, to, and susceptible to the virus, but what about calling into the elderly and saying, look, you know, pass the, pass the grocery list out or whatever on your phone, I'll drop it off at the doorstep or something like that. No, people are rushing down, they're getting greedy for themselves, they get, they're get they emptying the shelves, but what about the people, that the elderly people that don't have any family, mm. that are there in the house, they look at these the images coming through, they look at the queues and say, I'm not going to go down, you know, I made a point that they might not be mobile for a start. The thought of going down to to a supermarket and seeing queues of people on that is is... is, is Disturbing for them. So well, what about showing a bit more kindness told, out there and told, looking don't... after people? Like we had the uh, focus, the home homeless there a couple of weeks ago. What about being a little bit kinder to the people that are most vulnerable? Yeah, they're being told not to go out as well, aren't they? Like people over seventy and whatever. Yeah, but how do yeah. they get food in? But when they see this That's panic I mean. buying, so how, what them. are they meant to do? Sitting uh, sitting in the house and start running out of supplies because it's daunting. It's daunting for them to go down and look at these queues or whatever like that. They might not be able to stand for a, a, a period of time. They might not be. Able, they're used to going through the, the the quick checkout or whatever, or somebody helping them. Yeah, like, people don't think of these things. They just think of themselves. It's daunting you know? for the rest of us. So yeah, you've got this is this is community time, isn't it? Yeah, it is but community time. Even the best though, of times, yeah. the worst of times. This is Absolutely. the time when when your community kind of comes together. Absolutely. And, Bands together. Even know. when you can do it without, we can do it without getting too close, and you can do it without having to breathe all over people or sneeze all over people, whatever. That's exactly it. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Yeah, not a lot of rugby around, but um, uh, Dr. Dave, PhD, what were you going to talk about? Well, I was going to avoid matters testicular, Pat. Oh um, yeah! I, do you know what? I didn't see the, the the testicular matter. Yeah, it was it was it was very apparent in real time. 
And he, he had a kind of a, a grin. I think he was kind of, I suppose, in his mind, he was thinking he was kind of uh, looking perfectly innocent yeah. as, he, as, he, well, as, as he did what he did. Well, actually, Dr. Dave, do you know, like, you know now we're not supposed to shake hands and stuff. There, there, <laughs> you, know, there, you know what I'm saying? There are certain tribes, aren't there? I don't know if it's the Amazon or pa- Papua New Guinea, but that's their form of greeting. Boing! <laughs> Possibly so, but I think I think by by that stage of the game, they'd already said hello. You know, reintroduce yeah. us. <laughs> but what I was actually talking to few lads last night, it was like I think it was slightly like a return to the seventies or, or some of us kind of dinosaurs would say uh, the good old days when there was a huge dust up. Like um, you know, in some ways, I, I really felt for the French pop. Oh, it was a solid punch. But like that that Scottish guy, I mean, like. It, Really drives him mad that he got no no pad or warning or nothing. I mean, it was just there's a whole thing currently about the referees. Yeah, apply the letter of the law, but then they don't, you know, single out the actual protagonist who ran in from a distance to make matters worse. And then, you know, when you're watching the game, the England Wales game, you've got this ref who's basically talking from minute one like, to the very end, as if you're supposed to be following his instructions and like. It, it, it's really infuriating. He's actually ruining the game. I'm getting to the point now where, I, where I'm kind of not, I'm not wanting to watch. I mean, I'll watch Ireland match, but I might not watch another match that day because of wrestling. Yeah, I think he makes some really good points there, I'd have to say. Uh, I, I'm a bit the same. You know, the referees now wanting to take centre stage and it's all this using the players' first names. Oh, listen, John, go away and have a meeting. You know, the number of captains that are told to go away and talk to your players, they come into... I've been to those talks. They don't say anything. They just gather the people around and say, I'm meant to be seen to be saying something to you. I'm not, they because they're hardly going to go to it. On the other incident, I agree entirely about the Scottish one because at the end of the day... It was wrong, and, and yes, there should be a red card in the modern game if, if somebody strikes somebody with such force. And I mean, the punch that the French laid on the, on the Scottish guy nearly broke his nose, or whatever it may have broken his nose. So yes, he's got to be red carded. Actually, correct decision. But what about the guy that came in? I think Richie or whatever, who got to judge the man of match, who came in to continue the fight, and then was lying on the ground punching upwards or whatever like that. And then he should have been yellow carded, Did but he, get he wasn't. Out of the match. We well, got man in the match in the end, and I mean sure. he did have, he did have a good game, but he still should have been off for for, for ten minutes. And then the the Marla, Alan Wynne Jones thing. People can look at it this way and it's split the rugby community. On the one hand, they're saying Marla is a as a as a, a clown. That's his, and they know each other, and he was joking around. So I don't think there was any malice in it. For and someone that didn't see this, by the way, Marla grabbed. Yeah. Alan, well, he t- he, t- he, t- he tickled him by the Joneses, yeah. uh, which uh, in a sense, and he was kind of smirking. Now it was done knowing knowing him and his and his what he you know comes up with. That was just his way of a bit of fun. But for Alan Wynne Jones, I think. It showed a lack of respect and it showed the situation with Alan Jones said, had he reacted, like a lot of players would have, mm. had he reacted and maybe thrown a punch or had a swing, then he would have been off. And I think that the game has moved on, life has moved on since those situations because it's no different. It's no different in, the, in football or something as somebody somebody putting in a late tackle or something and then running past him and rubbing his head in a sort of a disrespectful way. It can sometimes antagonise players to react mm. And, you know, throw a punch. In my day, somebody would have turned around and belted you. If you had to touch anybody like that, they would have turned around and belted you. And that, and that would have been it sorted. But that's not the game now, nor is it life. You know, it, it, so it would be interesting to see what... Uh, I don't think he's come up the discipline 
uh, committee yet, but interesting he to see what he gets. He'll yeah. get a suspension. I don't know whether it justifies 12 weeks when you throw a punch and can nearly break someone's jaw and you get two or three. But mm. I also think it's 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 enticing. It's enticing somebody to react that way. Um, you know, and Alan Wynne Jones rightly said he's the captain. And he's played 138 times. You can't team. do what that. Was, in yes, in what his was case, he meant he, to do? He probably shouldn't have anyway. Even in the, no. in, let's say, the old days, he probably shouldn't have no, either. Absolutely. But 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 but, mm. yeah, you're right. Previously, um, yeah, on this planet, prize you sorted it. it out. Now, boom. Yes. Yeah. End the story. No big exactly. drama. No stopping the game. Everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be said. For- the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova, Pat Courtney and Brent Pope and Louis in to help as well, Kasabian and Fire. And it was interesting listening to John there. He's saying that the PGA Tour will continue without spectators. How can that be? Those golfers need such encouragement. I mean, honestly, who could not feed, just feed, of this frenzied applause? Oh, All yeah. in one. I know. They're going to miss that. Yeah, they're going to miss that. What about the fellow of the plane? And now well, that his, his mother had coronavirus. How stuff. ridiculous yeah. is that? He's drunk and thinks he's funny. Oh, thinks yeah. he's funny. Well, I tell you what, I bet it didn't turn out too well for him. <laughs> there you go. See, there's another thing. Player, player taking it into their own hands. He should have been clocked by the bloke next to him. Oh, I know. I think he got a couple of dirty looks taken or oh, taking himself off that plane. That. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't he? We were talking Wouldn't before. Want to be with him when but your how bags do are people think under. this? You're probably right. Too much drink taken. But how does anybody think this is any way remotely funny? I know. You know. Yeah. Well, we're still making jokes about it, but not like that. No, but I mean, That's what we're saying stupid. is that absolutely. But it makes you feel funny. You 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 react weirdly in the street now, Louis. It's like zombie apocalypse. I'm calling it. Honestly, yeah. And I wouldn't be a panicky person at all. But just walking through the streets and you're seeing people hugging each other and climbing yes, on top yep. of each other and hands. You know, the, we're, we're t- we won't, we won't, we won't. We're, we're talking students that. here. Yeah. We're talking, yeah. we're I don't know what part of town you're going to. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Talbot Street was like a, a battle zone today, trying to dodge people who were uh, getting keep off you, buses keep, and stuff like that. Yeah, well, sure. see, the, yeah. is the movie rule coming yet? Because it was in the north, that you one, one, one spare one seat, seat separation. side of you. Cineplex, Omniplex rather did that Which in the north. Which is quite cool, because, you know, you get to put your... You get somewhere you to know, put your jacket. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no one was trying to take yours. You know, you've got a bit of space. Yeah. No one's sharing that. I used to hate that. I you hate, hate that, that sharing thing. The sharing on, on, on the armrest. Are you like me? Oh, yeah. Like, you take both yeah. of them. No, I don't. I'm, I'm very considerate when that comes because I've got to take the long uh, travel flights. But boy, do I get annoyed if somebody gets on yeah. straight away and takes them both because I'm a big guy and I've got wide shoulders. And I always used to actually take the aisle seat. But now I don't because you'd just be getting to sleep and they come along with the trolleys and always bang my arms. Jeez, I'm just like, I'm just off to sleep here. I did see online a a joke, or someone had tweeted this, that the remake of... uh, 28 days later would be in Ireland oh, and it'd be yeah. starred in Temple Bar yeah. on Paddy's Day and oh, then God. you know uh, oh, you no. know and it would spread out from there oh the so, day of the Triffids and all these I the know, war of the yeah. world so movie makers out there you know get uh, cracking on that script. what was the movie when they made the, their fake radio was it the war of the world war of the world people, th- people yeah. actually genuinely thought that the not war was many ending. of them when when, uh, when Orson Welles when Orson, Orson Welles did right. that on was it WABC um uh, was it not in, was it in the thirties? Yeah. Well, I thought yeah, I thought a lot of yeah. people generally thought the world no, was coming to an end. Very few. That's why they did it. 
the station that he was on had shag all ratings. And that's why they did this to get a bit of notoriety. The majority of New Yorkers just went on being New Yorkers. Yeah. And everybody else is running around freaking out the street. And of course, New Yorkers being New Yorkers saying, hey, what's the problem here? Don't mind them. You know, I it think didn't it's happen. Grown legs. Yeah, it, yeah, it did. A bit like the fighting machines from Mars. They had good legs. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova with Pat Courtney and, well, not much left of Brent Pope now. No. No, no. Sadly, this is my last. Yes, it is. Hurrah for a while, Pat, and I'll miss you. I'll good miss fun. you as well. I know there's been little rugby to talk about for the last couple of weeks. Does, does it matter? Does no, it have, no. no, no, no. I enjoy coming in there. I really look forward to coming in uh, for the last uh, month or so. So, Yeah, well... You know. I know our legion of fans out there will be bitterly disappointed, and I can well, hear them now. They're they, sobbing yeah, in the yeah. cars. Yeah, they are. It's just a terrible and, time. And now, of course, we'll have to do it behind closed doors. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Right, listen. Well, I'm not or take the Donald Trump, that all will be well. Y- yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just make sure that we, we follow what this man here says, being the leader of the free world. He should know... Uh, I think it's going to work out very well for everybody. There you go. No, we're happy with it. I think that. it's going to work out right, really it. well. Doesn't yeah. that just sum it up? How does it work out really well? I don't know. You know, what's, he does. What, what's, what's hey. the silver lining with this, he's the, uh, he's Donald? The, he's the American president. Don't worry about <laughs> what's it. What's the silver lining? Oh, it'll work out well. He hasn't you know. worked out. We'll look back now and think this was a brilliant time. <laughs> yeah. One day we'll look back and we'll listen and wonder how we could have laughed. Anyway, on that note, see you soon. Goodbye. Over and up or up and over, yeah, under, under, out, or uh, in up, the ruck or whatever Up and it is. under and up and stuff. Under. This has been the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. Brought to you by the Civic Sedan Diesel. Available in six-speed manual or a nine-speed automatic. Visit Honda.ie. Join us next week for another podcast or catch the show live Thursdays at five on Radio Nova and Nova.ie.